This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. I am Paul Jamison, excited uh, to do this episode today. It actually goes out to uh, a shout out to Tony's Lawn Care at Lake Oconee, Georgia. He requested that I do an episode on my equipment journey. And uh, so, Tony, this goes to you and everyone else out there. Uh, listening, I, uh, I'm going to share a little bit of my story. It's a it's a vulnerable moment because we are living in this culture where the um, fakeness of uh, I call it fake book, <laughs> Facebook, and on Instagram, so many people will post, you know, their highlight reel and how perfect their life is. And I'm just not talking about in the green industry in general, but just in life. You're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or wherever you're scrolling through, and you just see this highlight reel. Oh, you know, everyone's so perfect and everyone's got a nice car and a nice house and the dream vacation and everyone's always happy and, you know, everyone's got perfect equipment. Every Everything's so perfect. <laughs> and then we look at our own life and we realize that's not, you know, it's not that case. We have real challenges and it's real life. And so I'm going to share my uh, story today, but I'm just going to be authentic and real in where I came from, how I got started and uh, where I'm going. And, and there's nothing... Uh, exaggerated or glamorous about it, but it's my story and it's real. And there's been um, some high moments and there's been some low low moments. So without further ado, this is uh, my equipment journey. So this last week I got a little emotional because uh, Echo, um, they sent me a weed eater. It's a really good weed eater, very powerful. And uh, they sent it to me for free I'm going to make a review video. I've used Echo uh, the last nine years in my business, and I'm going to make a you know a comparison video between the Echo uh, weed eater they sent me and my experiences over nine years of using the still product. And I posted that on Instagram. You know, this is my new weed eater from Echo. Thank you to Echo. Looking forward to make the video and everything. And I just I got super emotional because I realized a I was just excited. I'm like, man, a company sent me a a free product that's, you know, high quality, professional grade, you know, it's the X series weed eater. And this, I mean, I'm just excited. It's awesome. Uh, but it, the reason I got emotional is because I remember where I started and, uh, that's why I'm going to share the story, uh, in today's episode, because from where I started and, you know, now having, you know, the best of the best equipment and it's all paid for completely debt-free and the whole nine, it's just, uh, it's, it's been quite a journey. And so, Go back all the way to 2011. I wasn't in lawn care. I wasn't in landscaping. I was uh, struggling uh, financially. I was, you know, fresh out of college and I had all this student loan debt and uh, wasn't making that much money at the time. My income wasn't that great and just the bills are stacking up. The student loans are, you know, due. And I got all this debt and got all this expenses. And I'm walking through the neighborhood and I, uh, I was living in my friend's house uh, who is, uh, you know, attempting to become a music artist. And uh, he has, you know, flying around uh, for a year doing all this music stuff. And uh, I'm staying in his house. So it's a $928 mortgage payment that I'm basically paying my friend's mortgage for one year uh, while I lived in his house. So I got, you know, I got that bill plus all the utilities, plus all my other bills. And it's just, I got all these bills. So I'm stressed out. And I just go on a walk one night, just walking through the neighborhood and, uh, I see this house in this, it's basically like a cul-de-sac and it looks like the grass hadn't been cut in two months. And I'm just flabbergasted because I'm like, 
why would you not cut the grass? Because the house was for sale. And I just, I couldn't understand if, if you're trying to sell a house, that would be the time you would have the most immaculate landscaping. So when someone comes to buy the house, they'd be like, hey, we want to buy this house. So I was like wondering what in the, this does, does not make sense at all. Like if someone's coming to buy the house and they see this nasty yard, they're not going to buy the house. So I called the phone number on the for sale sign because it's just, it was such a bizarre situation to me. I was just trying to get to the bottom of it. I was just curious for a minute. And I call in the real estate agent answers and she thought I was complaining as a neighbor or maybe I was a lawn care company or something. She didn't know. And she's like, well, well, sir, what's your price to cut the grass and, you know, get it looking uh, up to par? She said, because the company who was doing it, they had a medical crisis and we've been waiting around for them to do it. And it doesn't look like they're going to be able to do it anytime soon. So give us a price, uh, but we need it taken care of immediately. And so that's how, that's how my business started. In that moment, it was like the cartoon when the light bulb goes off. And I thought, wow, I need money. I have all these bills. You know, I can push a mower. I can make money. Let's go. And so that's where my company started. Uh, when I hung up the phone, I said, okay, I'll get, I'll get back to you here. Or actually, I don't even think I said I'd get back to her. I think I just told her uh, $60. I don't know where I got that number from. It was uh, way underpriced. But so anyway, she's like, you got, yeah, she's like, you got the job. Uh, as soon as you're done, shoot me a picture and we'll mail you the check. And so that's how I started my business. It was completely spontaneous and I had zero pieces of equipment. I didn't even have a pickup truck. I was driving an old Mercedes Benz. When I say I had a Mercedes Benz, it wasn't like a brand new fancy one. It was a, you know, older model, uh, you know, like a $2,500 car, um, old school. Uh, actually, that was before I got my Benz. I had the Honda. Yeah, the Honda Civic at the time. I got the Benz after that. I had this Honda Civic. <laughs> and the, excuse me. That was renting from my friend for 150 bucks a month. I forgot about that. Oh, a little trip down memory lane, boys. So, oh yeah, 150 bucks a month I'm paying for this Honda Civic or Honda Accord, whatever it was. It might've been Accord. And uh, so I didn't have a pickup truck and I had no equipment. I did have a push mower uh, that my friend had that was one of those Murray, Walmart, it wasn't self-propelled uh, push mowers. So anyway, I had that push mower that was at the house that I lived at and I figured, well, maybe I could use that. And uh, I didn't have a weed eater. I didn't have a blower. I had nothing. And uh, I ended up calling up my friend who... I knew he had a lawn care company in the past and I was just like, hey, can I use some of your equipment? And he was actually like, well, you know what? I just bought a nursery in town and I'm I'm closing down my lawn care company. So I literally have all, you know, I have all this equipment and uh, he's like, you're more than welcome to use it. Um, I got a, you know, he has a still weed eater. He had a still edger. He had a blower. He had all the stuff. He had all the bells and whistles. He had all, you know, all these big 36, 48, 60 inch mowers, um, I, just, I didn't have a truck or anything to pull it, any of that. So um, I swing by his house and I get the weed eater and it doesn't fit in the Honda. So I have it, you know, I have to put the window down and then the weed eater hangs out the window a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I'm laughing now, but I mean, folks, this was, this was embarrassing. And I know a lot of folks, they start their lawn or landscaping company with a blueprint, with a strategy, with a plan. I mean, Naylor Taliaferro, he sat in the studio and shared his story. You know, he plotted and schemed for a long time of what it would be like when he started his company. So he started his company, you know, very organized, very thoroughly planned out, very strategic, all of that. I have, I'm just, just um, going for 
what, whatever equipment I can scrape together to get this first job done because I need the $60. Like that's, that's where I was at starting this thing out. There was no plan. There was no strategy. There was, I need $60. And it's, that's not a healthy place to live when you're, um, desperate and you know you're you're living like that because you don't think uh, properly and now you know thankfully it's a decade later and I can laugh at these stories and I'm at a different uh, place in my life you know that's more stable and a better foundation and um, calm so as I share my story it's not to be like hey this is how you should start your company <laughs> when I uh, started early on it was such a chaotic disaster and that's why you know a decade later I make this podcast and I interview the guests I do and I share the lessons that I learned because I remember those first few years, it was such a challenge and I made so many mistakes and it was a painful time of my life. And I realized, you know, kind of in that process, I kind of realized, man, I, I wish I didn't have to go through this. And then when I started realizing, you know, the abilities and um, opportunities and access that I have to uh, technology and podcasting and the, the internet and everything, I want to share so that other people don't have to go through the trauma that I went through. So other people don't have to mis- make the mistakes uh, that I made. And uh, that's a, a, a lot of the motivation of why I do what I do. And somewhere along the way, people started coming into my life, mentors started coming into my life, and they started looking at my business and looking at my life and offering very helpful uh, guidance and just discretion and, and wisdom of, you know, how I could be doing things differently. And so, you know, I share my story. It's kind of comical, but it's the reality of where I came from. And I'm so thankful of where I'm at today and I'm excited for the future. Uh, but my story is what it is. So I'm chasing down the $60 because I needed the $60. And my friend lets me use the weed eater and uh, he let me use his blower. And I put those two things in the Honda Accord, you know, hanging out the window, uh, the weed eater is, and I think I had a little blade edger hanging out the window and uh, not thoroughly out the window, but you know, I put part of it in the back seat and then the front of it, the head was basically sticking out the window and uh, driving down the road and uh, got the mower in the trunk, you know, it folds down and you could put it in the trunk. And so here we, here we show up, Jameson landscaping, baby. <laughs> and, uh, Get cut in the grass. Now, this grass hadn't been cut in such a long time that that little Murray mower from Walmart with no self-propel, it couldn't it couldn't cut it. It was just way too high. So I'm like, well, this isn't going to work. The mower literally would just, if you try pushing it, it would just go out because the grass was so high. So I was like, well, maybe if I weed eat it down, you know, it would go, it would go down and um, then I could cut it if I weeded it low enough. Well, there's so much to weed eat. I mean, they're going to take me couple days, you know, it's the $60 rate wasn't even close. I mean, was not even close. And, uh, so then I'm talking to my other friend who has experience doing lawn care and he has a truck and, uh, he's like, well, if your other friend, his name was Dave, he's like, if he lets you use the mower that, you know, the commercial mower, I can put it on my truck and trailer and bring it over and I'll, I'll cut it for $30. So I'm like, okay, cool. So he goes and he cuts it for $30, uh, but he didn't weed anything or anything else like that. And he, he just left a whole bunch of, you know, more work for us. So I pay him. And then my other friend, he's like, well, I'll help you with all the weeding. Cause there was so much weeding to do. It was like out back by the woods. It was just, it was a lot. So anyway, he ends up helping me 
um, which took us several, several hours. So then I had to pay him. And uh, long story short, my very first job, I lost money. They only, you know, they paid me 60 bucks. And then by the time I paid, um, you know, a little tip to my friend um, for letting me use the equipment, um, the, um, uh, actually, I don't even remember if I gave him a tip that time or not. I, I forget how that all worked out, but I think maybe I gave him like 20 bucks. I gave the other guy 30 bucks and I paid the other guys way over $60. So here I spent, this is, this is how I started business. I spent more money than I got paid and I spent, you know, two days of work and stress trying to <laughs> Mr. Producer's laughing over there. This is this is a disaster. I'm telling you, this is this is how it started. I had no equipment and I literally lost money. So I I would have made more money sitting on, you know, sitting on the couch than pursuing this sixty dollars. It cost me more than that. So we get done. Lady sends the check. She sends us to another property. She's like, well, my guy's, you know, he can't do this. Can you do the other house down the street? And uh, completely underquoted that one as well, $50 this time. But I'm like, yeah, 50 bucks. So I go down there, load up the mower in the bed of the truck. This time the mower did work because this one wasn't as bad. Have the my friend's weed eater hanging out the window, uh, the edge trimmer, you know, the uh, blade edger hanging out the window. And he had a little handheld still blower. Uh, that I sat in the back seat. So I go there, you know, mow all day, 50 bucks. And um, the neighbor lady comes out and uh, she's like, hey, she's like, how much to do my yard? And I'm looking at it and uh, I see that she has a riding mower. And she said something like, yeah, my son usually cuts it, but he's at camp or something. And I said, well, I said, that mower is better than the one I have. I was like, can I use your mower? <laughs> And so the third yard of my career, she's like, well, sure. If you know how to operate it. And I was like, I'll figure it out. I don't, it was just like a riding mower. And, um, but I had the weed eater there. So, you know, she pays me 30 bucks, which is way under what I would charge now. Um, but I use her mower. I mow it. I weed eat it a little bit, blow, bam. She gives me 30 bucks. I get 50 bucks. And, uh, so now I'm in business and I have no equipment. I mean, I don't own any of it. The, the um, mower, my, you know, my friend doesn't know I'm using it. He's he's off, you know, with Randy Jackson doing music, um, you know, living the, the music life. And I'm just using his mower. And then my other friend's giving me permission to borrow his equipment. But it's on a very short term, you know, temporary, just trying to help a friend out. You know, this is no long term solution. Well, at this point, I uh, I shared this with my friend um, who he was, uh, he lived in a million dollar, well, it's like $1.5 million home in a really fancy country club in Atlanta. And he's like, oh, well, that's cool. You're in business. And, uh, he's like, why don't you talk to my wife? Cause we're looking for a new company. And so, uh, his wife hires me. She, I go over there, I look at their house and, um, she's like, yeah, you, you know, can you start doing our yard? And so now I'm, I'm weighing over my head because I'm like, how am I going to do her yard? This is in like a really fancy country club. And I'm like, I can't show up in a Honda Accord and start pulling my stuff out of the, I mean, this is in, this is in uh, at the time it was, you know, the pre, one of the premier neighborhoods in Atlanta where, you know, celebrities are living and rich people and all that. And uh, so at that time I had another friend who had a pickup truck. He had all the equipment. And he caught wind that I was doing lawn care. And he's like, hey, man, if you, you know, you ever want to work together, hit me up. So I hit him up, all right. And uh, 
I said, hey, I'll work a deal with you. I said, and I, I let me preface this. Dave Ramsey says the only ship that doesn't sail is a partnership. So I never suggest doing a partnership um, because somebody's going to carry more weight than the other person. It's just not going to work out. Um, partnerships work out kind of, or, you know, the best in, uh, you know, attorneys, you know, law offices, uh, doctors, they can kind of pull it off um, with their structure. But in lawn care, I would not do a partnership. No, no chance. Uh, but anyway, this guy, he was, he's my friend, he's in college and, um, you know, he's home for the summer. He has a truck, a trailer, all, he has all the equipment. And, uh, so I just was honest with him. I said, listen, dude, I said, I have a handful of accounts, uh, but I don't have the equipment right now. If we use your equipment, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking I got to make money. I'm like, if we use your equipment and we do my accounts, how about we just split the money 50, 50, however much. Uh, money comes in for the day. I'll just split it with you 50-50. And um, he had a handful of yards he already did. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, let's go for it. And so that summer was huge because I don't have any equipment, but I'm starting to pick up accounts. And the, we started doing the country club one. And then one of her friends hired us. And then it just started it just started spreading. Um, my one friend, he um, asked me to help move a couch. And uh, long story short, it's in a, another fancy neighborhood in, you know, in, in Atlanta where Matt Ryan, the quarterback of the Falcons, was living and all these, you know, little bow wow and just all these people are living in this country club. And um, I, he, I, I helped move a couch and his, uh, I think it was his sister. She's like, hey, I, um, I told her, hey, I have a lawn care company. If you ever need anything, here's some cards. And she's like, yeah, we need to actually, and long story short, I pick up that account. So here I am. I literally have million dollar homes. And I don't have a piece of equipment because <laughs> like one of my strengths is communication and talking to people and all of that. So I'm selling jobs with a Honda Accord and no equipment. And now I have the account and I'm trying to figure out a way to do it. So thankfully my friends, you know, he's in town for the summer and, you know, I work with him. We use his equipment. I give him, you know, if we, whatever we made in the day, I just split it in half and uh, I paid him a little extra than half, actually, because I would give him gas money in addition to the 50%. And that's how I started. Nothing. No equipment. And um, the um, I, I go to um, uh, the people that had the Honda Accord in the middle of the summer. They said, hey, we had an emergency happen with our other vehicle. We need, we need the Honda Accord back. You can't rent it from us anymore. And so I return it. They're furious. Uh, the wife was furious because it smelled like gasoline. <laughs> and she's like, what in the world? Were you running a lawn care company out of this car? And I was like, actually, I was. <laughs> and she's, oh, my gosh, she was livid. Um, and I, and I, appall- I mean, I, it was, it was uh, not the right thing to do on my part. I shouldn't have had. I just didn't know it smelled like gas because I just I always had the windows down. And uh, I don't even know how it smelled like gas. But anyway, I took it to the um, this place and used like this cleaner, vacuum cleaner thing and uh shampoo and I got the, um, you know, I got the smell out eventually. Um, so, uh, I had to return that. So now I'm basically, you know, I had to get a new, that's when I think when I got the Mercedes Benz or whatever, but I still didn't have a truck and I didn't have equipment. And, um, I, I, I'm trying to piece together the story now that I look back at it. I mean, it's just, it's laughable now because now I have a paid for truck. I have a trailer that, uh, Brian ring gave to me for free. And I've, I put about $750 into it with a, you know, a new trimmer rack and a new gate and, uh, fixed it up a little bit. And I have all the equipment, you know, top of the line, brand new, uh, weed eater brand, you know, I have a, a still edger. I have a, um, 
brand new Echo uh, hedge trimmer. I have a still combi system with all the backups for my weed eater hedge trimmer, uh, you know, extension chainsaw. Um, I have a, a brand new Echo chainsaw. I have, you know, two Echo uh, 770 blowers and the list goes on and on and on. I have all the equipment to run my company and um, I live with a family that's basically adopted me. It's pretty awesome. They, you know, they have a Toro Dingo uh, that I can use all the attachments whenever I want. I don't own that piece of equipment. They own the Dingo, but, you know, I have access to it. And then I have, you know, a full setup with a truck trailer and, uh, you know, a 48-inch commercial mower, a 30-inch uh, mower, uh, a real mower, um, which cuts the grass real low here in Bermuda. Um, so anyway, I now I have everything that I need to run a uh a landscaping business. I have all the, you know, sod roller and every, you know, shovel and gadget and tool that you could need, um, between the dingo and all my hand tools, you know, we, we can get any job done landscaping construction to lawn care. I'm fully, you know, I'm fully set. Now I want to, um, I want to get nicer. You know, I, I, you always, you always can upgrade no matter what you have. There's always, and you go to the GIE expo and you're always like, what, they got a wheelbarrow with a motor in it. <laughs> and so there's always, uh, you know, upgrades to go along the way, but I've got to the story what I'm telling you now with no um, equipment at all, literally nothing. I didn't have any equipment to now having a full setup that's all paid for. But where it got interesting is in 2011 there when everything was getting started and I started getting these million dollar accounts. And I remember at the time I was an avid listener to Dave Ramsey. And because I was in financial stress, I had my student loans that were becoming, you know, due and plus all the basic expenses of life and, you know, this brand new business with very little revenue at the time and uh, just life. And so I'm eating up every word Dave Ramsey's saying, and he kept saying how, about how dumb debt is because you give your greatest wealth building tool, your income to debt payments, and then you can never invest and get ahead because all your money is going to these payments. And so... I remember making a just kind of like a covenant in my heart. I was like, okay, this business, if because I had that sour experience of losing money on my first job. I said, I, I don't like this losing money stuff. I want to make money. And so, but I also made this determination. I was like, but I'm not going to go into debt to start this business. And so I, I just kind of made this deal in my heart. I'm like, I'm not going to borrow money. Whatever equipment that I need, I'm going to work as hard as I can and I'm going to save up for it and I'm going to buy it. And so that was the commitment that I made and I've just done it over the course of a decade. And, and my landscaping and lawn care business has always been part-time. I've always had uh, another job. You know, I have, some of you guys know I'm a professional broadcaster here in Atlanta and I have a show, um, or used to have it during the middays, um, 10 to 2, uh, Monday through Friday, and then I was doing the weekends, and now I'm I'm just on uh, Sundays um, from uh, noon to six, and then I do some you know uh, commercial work and stuff like that. But I I have um, for, in broadcasting, I I you know I have another job, it, and it, some seasons it's been full time, and then some seasons it's been part time, and some seasons I've really done the lawn care business, you know, a lot of hours, and other times I had to scale back and do it less. Uh, but anyway, the lawn care thing's always been you know. It hasn't been the only thing I've done because I've always, you know, had my foot in, in the broadcasting world, but that's what I did. So I started with nothing, literally no piece of equipment. And then I remember my friend, um, Carmelo, he sold me this backpack blower. I think I got it for 50 bucks 
And it wasn't a still, it wasn't an echo, it wasn't a Red Max. I don't even know what this thing was called. It was, it was ghetto. Okay, it was, but it blew the driveway and it blew the street. And um, so you know that was my first uh, backpack blower. And then I ended up uh, buying a um, a push mower that my friend kind of uh, he's mechanically minded. And, you know, he ended up kind of making it for me. I think it was 125 bucks I paid him, but it had self propel. I think it was a 22 inch Toro recycler, something like that. So now I was in business. I had a mower and I had a blower and then I would still borrow my friend's weed eater. And then, you know, eventually I scraped up enough money and I got myself a still a weed eater. And then the story just continued, you know, the the story just continued because the mower was the most important thing. So I scraped together 125 bucks and bought that. I scraped together the money for the $50 blower. Actually, the blower was the first thing I bought, 50 bucks and 125 for the mower. And then I got, um, I think the weed eater was brand new still. I really saved up for that. And, uh, you know, I got that. And then I just kept adding to the, um, adding to the arsenal. And then, uh, you know, eventually I got a pickup truck, $2,900 Ford F-150. And I, I can't believe it, but this thing has lasted me. Oh, I don't even know how many years it's been now, about six years, maybe. This Ford F-150, I thought, man, if I could just get through three months with this thing, because trucks hold their, I mean, trucks, you know, trucks are expensive. And uh, I just got the truck and I was like, well, I'm just going to, as long as this thing will last, I'm going to run it. And this thing just keeps going and going and going and going and going and going and going. And uh, my friend, he's a really cool guy, uh, Will, um, Bill, William, um, just a cool dude. And he is like, you know what? He's like, I, I, uh. I'm going to paint your truck for you for free. You pay for the paint, I'll I'll paint it for you for free. So he did, you know, he painted my truck. Literally, it looks brand new. Things got 300,000 miles on it, but after he did this paint job, it just looked incredible. I got it lettered up. I got it logoed up. And then over time, I would just always scratch, claw, save, buy a piece of equipment. Scratch, claw, save, buy a piece of equipment. And then along the way, people just generously would give uh, Brian ring up in Minnesota, follow him on all social media, ring lawn care. He knows that, um, you know, I was in the market for a 48 inch uh, lawnmower and you know, these are $10,000 roughly or whatever. And he's like, bro, he's like, I just want to bless you. He says, I got a, you know, a brand new, basically a brand new Kawasaki engine. I just put on this mower. Uh, I fix everything up, um, for you. This thing will get you a while. Like this thing's a good running machine. You come up to Minnesota, and uh, I'll give it to you. And then he's like, I'll throw in a trailer. So you got something to, to roll with it. So then, you know, Brian rings gives me a 48 inch mower and the trailer. And then, you know, this year echo has sent me a chain, a brand new chainsaw, brand new backpack blower, brand new uh, weed eater. And, um, you know, it's just, it's been crazy. The, the, the story. And I don't know if it would have all happened if I would have gone into debt, but I believe because I made that commitment, I'm like, I'm not going into debt. And I literally, I would pray. I'd be like, Lord provide. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, there's no way you can deny these little miraculous stories of this free stuff that I've been given and people just pitching in to paint the truck and all this crazy, um, favor along the way. I definitely feel like I've had some, uh, supernatural assistance with it, but I share my story because I made that commitment 10 years ago that it were 2011, nine years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it's been that I'm going to try to build this business debt-free and I'm going to, this business is going to make me money because I I have to pay off these debts and I need income and I need more money. And I, you know, I I did it the old fashioned way. Now it's been slow. Could I have gone year one or two and just 
got everything brand new and ran up a whole bunch of debt and then over the last deck, you know, over to, you know, paid off the debt. I could have probably done that, but that's not the route I wanted to go. I wanted to go the debt free way. And now I got, you know, everything's paid for. I don't owe one payment on anything. My whole business is debt free. The truck's paid for, the, the, everything's paid for every piece of equipment. And of course I got, you know, general liability and theft protection and it's all covered on insurance and everything, but all of my equipment, it's all paid for. And I got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not even, you know, I haven't even shared. I just, you can imagine all the bells and whistles that we, that we have to run a, a lawn care and landscaping business. But I share my story because I know it can be difficult when you're just starting out and you look on Instagram and you're like, oh man, look at all those companies. They have all these, you know, really nice trucks and enclosed trailers and the brand new mowers and the brand new this and the brand new that and the brand new this and the brand new that. And here I am and I'm just tr- I'm just trying to figure out how to put food on the table for my family, how to pay these bills, how to get going. And that's why I share my story because I didn't start off. You might see me now on Instagram getting a free weed eater from Echo or, you know, getting a free uh, uh, lawnmower from Brian, you know, 48 inch commercial lawnmower. He just gave it just out of the goodness of his heart. He just gave it to me. I didn't ask him. I didn't put anything. I mean, he just said, I just feel like I've talked to my wife and I've been very blessed in my business and we want to bless you. And he just gave it to me. And, you know, and then, you know, countless pieces of equipment. I've old fashioned sweat, hard work, saved money, sweat, hard work, saved money. And then I'd buy it and I'd have these goals. I'd have these dreams. I want a new weed eater. And then I'd scratch, claw, save, and I'd go buy a new weed eater. Scratch, claw, save, go buy a brand new blower. Scratch, claw, save, go buy a new hedge trimmer. Scratch, claw, save, go buy the, you know, still combi system with all the attachments. And then over time, I've always, you know, I had all the attachments. So that's kind of like my backup. If a piece of equipment ever breaks, you know, I always have the uh, the backup. And then, you know, just recently, scratch, claw, save for the, um, you know, I put $750 onto my, um, the trailer uh, to get the rack and just update it a little bit, new gate and, and stuff like that. So it's the old fashioned way of saving and then paying for it in cash. But that's, that's how I got my business uh, to this point. And that's how I continue to uh, continue to build uh, my business. I mean, the next update is, is a truck. I was super um, blessed. I got a really nice size check uh, in the mail the other day from somebody, um, just, just crazy as, as a great, incredible story. I don't know how much publicly I can share about that at the moment, but anyway, I put that money in a savings account and that money's going to go, uh, towards my next truck. I'm just going to add a little bit more money to that as I continue to save. And then whenever my truck does go, I'll, you know, I'll update uh, to a whole lot nicer of a truck in cash, but it's just, that's the way I've, I've built my business. I know I get a lot of, um, uh, people that, you know, build their businesses other ways. And that's fine. I mean, anyone can build their business, whatever way they want to build it. But I, I to me, stre- uh, debt uh, causes stress and anxiety. And I can't handle the stress of half, having to have to make a payment for a, a piece of equipment. So when I save up and then buy it in cash, then it, it's just so much more peaceful because it's like, okay, I don't have to make payments on this piece of equipment. And the the drawback to that is you don't start off with all the nice stuff and 
but I think it, what it does is it, it forces you to work harder because it's like, oh, I really, really, really need a weed eater. So it makes you work as hard as you can until you buy that weed eater. And I really need this, whatever the upgrade is. And then, you know, I save up, work hard, save up to get that and just continue that process. And now, you know, I have all the essentials. I have a, a very efficient setup, both for lawn care and for landscaping and, you know, whatever the job of the day is, we got the equipment um, to go. Uh, knock it out. And then, you know, a, a bobcat or something like that. I, I do, I use pieces of equipment like that so infrequently that if I do have to use, you know, a major grading job, I'll either subcontract that out or I'll just go rent a piece of equipment uh, for the day. And then I have a really good subcontractor for stump grinding. And so there's some, you know, bigger pieces of equipment. It's like, it just, it doesn't make sense for me to pay $60,000 for a bobcat or, you know, $15,000 for a stump grinder. I'll just subcontract that out. Um, for these, you know, these big installations that we do, that we do, I need those pieces of equipment for. So long story short, that's, that's been my journey from nothing. When I say nothing, when I started with nothing, I started with nothing. I had miraculously, I had million dollar homes. That it's just kind of crazy how I got these first customers and I got the equipment along the way. And I've learned along the way because I did so many mistakes with charging the wrong prices and, you know, doing business just the, just made so many mistakes over this last decade that I'm going to share those stories too. I'm going to share uh, those lessons learned. And that's why whenever I interview somebody, I always ask them, I'm like, well, tell me, you know, what's been your biggest mistake in business and what did you learn from that uh, mistake? And they, you know, they shared their stories. And I, I've been thinking a lot about all my mistakes because I'm going to do some episodes where I share some of those mistakes. But the more I think about it is, you know, my, probably one of my biggest mistakes is I, I was underpriced those first five, six, seven years, my prices were too low. And, uh, now I've probably overreacted because most of the quotes I give out now I'll get laughed at. I'll get hung up on. I won't get my email responded to it. I'll get no's, uh, because my prices are, you know, I, I went way onto the other side where now I just, um, I just charge a lot. But there are those people that go for it and it's just, it, it makes it all the, you know, all the worth, worth my while is, is what I'm trying to say. It's totally worth it. And so I'm trying to find that sweet spot. Maybe I need to scale my prices back a little bit. Um, but it's just, uh, that's one major mistake that I made early on is I was undercharging because I did not know my numbers and I was not, um, you know, fully um, diligent to understand what I need to be charging um, to make the, the the goals that I wanted to make. So I appreciate everyone listening uh, to the show today. If you're not subscribed, we actually have people that listen to the show when I look at the analytics that aren't even subscribed in iTunes. So if you're in the iTunes world, make sure you hit that subscribe button and um, that way you can get the podcast, uh, you know, get the notifications when the new podcast comes out and get that automatically downloaded. And uh, thank you to everybody who's been um, leaving these reviews. Let me read you one real quick, Mr. Producer. Um, you just sent me this that it came in uh, the other day. Here we go. His name is, your guy's screen name is always, oh, this is from Austin, Texas. His name is, I can't read it because my phone's acting so crazy. Poppy Greg 512 from Austin, Texas, says, uh, amazing content. Um, I'm 22 years old. I've been on the in, in the industry for about four years and now helping to manage a family-owned business. That's awesome, Poppy Greg. I started, started doing my own lawn care. This is awesome. And landscaping as a side gig on the weekends. 
and I definitely enjoy your podcast. I've been binge listening for the last few days. It's great to hear from everyone's experience. Glad you're providing us with this content. Um, and he goes on and on. So I appreciate that from Austin, Texas. A uh, very kind review there. And I uh, appreciate if you guys go into iTunes, drop a review of the show. I love making these podcasts. I can't wait. I, I, I'm just exploding because there's so much I want to share. It's just like, I don't, you know, I got so many um, more episodes I can't wait to um, share and folks to interview. And uh, we're just getting started here on the Green Industry Show. So I appreciate you uh, being a part of the program today. Go into iTunes, subscribe, and drop a review.